You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 272. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Enjoy and thank you for listening. Marisa, and today I am bringing you what will be a series of three episodes where we're actually doing something a little bit different, and I am bringing you creative business coaching over coffee and or any favorite beverage of choice in the morning. For the last couple of weeks, I have been going live on Instagram. If you're hearing this today on, what are we, is it, yeah, March 10th, and you hear this before 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, come meet me over on Instagram because I will be doing week three of my creative business coaching. The episode that you're listening to today is the first one, and I am so thankful to Jesse, well, artist Jessica Tapora. Jesse is a student of mine. She's also an expansive artist member. I've loved working with Jesse, so I have a little bit of insight as to the work she's creating and where she wants to go with her art. But she was the first brave soul to come on live all the way from Hawaii and speak to me and uh, open herself up for some coaching. And she did a, a beautiful job. She has just got the loveliest heart. And in this episode, and she has the coolest art too, which I can't wait to see where her new work and her new journey takes her. I I sense that some really exciting evolutions are going to be happening in her art. And in this coaching session, we talk about a topic that comes up often. She was asking me about how I was finding my voice and, you know, how to know where to focus and you know, continuing to follow that thread of, is this really the right direction for me with my art? And so we talked about a number of areas that really fall under this category of how do you find your voice consistently? How do you trust it? How do you not doubt it? You know, what if it's not being received right away? Even what if it is, is that the direction that you continue? Is that where your heart is calling you? There, Gosh, there are so many nuances to this journey as an artist. And before Jesse and I dive into coaching, I open with some stories. And so you'll hear me chatting at the beginning. I'm often opening these coaching conversations with inspiration that's happened 
that week. So it's very hot off the presses or what did I used to call it? I haven't done one of those in a while, a slice, a slice of life moment. And so enjoy. This is just a completely relaxed chatting episode, but I know so often, you know, when we are listening to someone else be coached, or as we like to say in the coaching world, in the hot seat, When you're listening to someone else in the hot seat, you often hear your own story, your own experience in them. It's very, very powerful. I always thought early on, you know, the best kind of support would be having one-on-one support from a mentor. And certainly that's that's great. I mean, that, that doesn't hurt. However, there's something so powerful that I didn't realize until I started becoming a member of coaching programs when you are listening in to someone learning because we are more connected than we are not. We share so much of the same, um, well, fears, doubts, experiences when we're on this journey. And so when you're not kind of experiencing the nervousness of quote unquote, being in the hot seat, especially hopping on live on Instagram, you know, just out there in the world, then you are able to hear in a a much clearer way, the message that's coming through. And also for Jesse, you know, listening back to your own coaching calls with your mentors is very, very powerful. You will hear something different each time because you're always in a different place, right? Whenever tomorrow's a new day, today's a new day, you're in a different place than you were yesterday. This is also uh, an invitation and a reminder to join us on Monday, March 14th. I'm hosting the Sell a Piece of Art This Week workshop and coaching week. So this is an example of what we're doing now on the Zoom calls after the daily lessons that drop. So every day there's a lesson a short bite-sized lesson that's pre-recorded, and then we meet on Zoom Monday through Friday. And it is quickly becoming one of my favorite things to do is to be with a group of artists and to invite some of you into the hot seat and talk about Talk about more than just the steps to selling your art, but actually have the conversations that are so powerful when you begin to have shifts in the areas that we're talking about. Like here, trusting yourself is such a powerful, it's such a, it's such a powerful choice to make and it informs so much going forward and you can do all the practical steps and you can make your Instagram look extra pretty, although that's not really the trend anymore, but you know what I mean? You can do all those things, but sometimes you can feel like you're not making any progress. Well, there's more to it than that. And those aren't conversations that we can have in little bite-sized social media posts and you know, these are conversations that need to be had. So I'm always thankful for you who hop up and say, yes. All right, Marisa, let's chat about this. Let's have a conversation. I love it. It's my favorite thing to do. And so thanks again, Jesse, for joining me. You can find Jesse at Jess Tapora Art. And you can find her online shop and links to her website. That's on Instagram. So J-E-S-S-T-E-P-O-R-A-A-R-T. And without further ado, I'll hope to see you on Instagram today. And don't forget to go to sellmyartthisweek.com. 
register to join us. I can feel the energy and the momentum already of the group who's joining us. And it's going to be, it's going to be off the hook. I'm telling you, (laughs) it's going to be good. So come and play with us. If you've joined us before, come again, because you know, I tell you all the time, the selling of your work is a practice. The artfully selling of your work, as I call it, it's a practice just like your creative practice. So it's not one and done. It is something that you will continually practice and refine. That's what you do in business. You go through these steps all the time in your business as you grow. So I'll see you there and enjoy this first session of creative business coaching. Hey, it's Marisa. (laughs) And as promised, Pepita. I don't know how long she'll be with us, but welcome to our first session of creative business coaching over coffee. I've got my coffee going. Do you have your coffee or your wine or wherever you are in the world, your beverage of choice, whatever time of day it is? And what we're going to do is something I haven't done on Instagram before. And that is because I can actually invite you to come and chat with me and ask a question around your business. And I can coach you through something that may be coming up for you. And so if you would like to join me, you can request to come on live or let me know in the comments. And before we get started with that, if you're new to me, I'm Marisa and this is Pepita, the studio chihuahua. (laughs) She's present on all uh, coaching calls, which we have a lot coming up today. And I am about to celebrate my 15th year as a working artist one week from Monday. So March 7th is a really, really special day for me. And I am also self-taught. So at the beginning of this journey, I had no idea that I could even make a living with my art. So I'm extra passionate about helping you. If this is something that you feel called to do, I'm passionate about helping you build a profitable business. And that is also the kind of business that supports the life that you want. And I'm passionate about supporting you in creating art that also reflects who you are, that stays true to the vision that you have for for what it is that you want to express and share in the world. And so I'd like to, I also have the weekly podcast, Creative Thursday with Marisa. In fact, there's two episodes that I want to recommend to you and one that we're going to be talking more about. I talked about what I'm calling the slow business movement, inspired by the whole slow food movement. I'm not really interested in coming on and coaching people into rushing through this process or going to tell you that becoming an artist and a working artist is going to happen to you overnight just because we can put our work on Instagram. It's not how it works and you don't actually want to miss all of the steps. So I'm coming to you with a slightly different approach in terms of helping you build a business and also encouraging you, like I said, to really stay connected to 
where your art is calling you. I think another thing that a lot of artists do when they're starting out is speaking of Instagram, they're like looking out into this world and they're saying, oh, so-and-so is selling out of this or this seems to be really popular and that's what I should start creating, right? And that is also not how it works. There are parts of this journey that you don't get to skip and you also don't want to skip because they are the best parts. So coming from some of that um, approach, this is where I want to begin coaching you from this place. So if this feels like something where you're like, yes, I'd like to build a business that's going to support my life. I'd like to have clarity around where I'm going. I'd like to know what to focus on next. You know, I'd like to make art that feels true to me, not necessarily what the Pantone color is of the year. And I want to believe that I can build a thriving business from creating work I love and find my purpose and be able to share that passion with us, with others, which is why I'm here with you today. So let me see how this will work. If you're, I'm excited to have you here live and uh, let's see, all right. Look, if you are here and you got a question, it's on your mind. That's what I am here for. And if the thought of hopping on a live stream makes you nervous, that's all the more reason to go for it and say, I'm, I'm doing this because part of what we talk about a lot with art and business is the developing the skills to not only share, not only create elevated work, but to share yourself through that process. And learning how to do that is absolutely what is going to help you connect with your people and just market your work. Because spoiler alert, Marketing your work, selling your work has everything to do with the connection that you have with people. And so use this as an opportunity to come on and have a conversation. Um, I promise <laughs> I'm, it's a safe space. I know it's like the wide world internet, but I promise it is a safe space for you to come and chat and to be able to have a conversation about this life and work as an artist. And let me see. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm happy to have coffee and chat, chat away. And, uh, you know, when you're ready, you can just drop a question in the comments and or request to join. So let's, let me just talk to you about something really quick. While you're thinking about your, your question and you're getting brave to come and hop on live with me. I was just, how do you know when it's time for you to evolve within your art or your space or maybe pursue something that you've been waiting to pursue, that you've been a little bit hesitant about, but you know that it's time? How do you know, how do you know when to take that next step? And I'll give you an example and you might well, you might totally judge me for this and that's totally okay. So when I started as an artist, 
I started in my living room with this bright red Ikea table in this house that we had in Laurel Canyon in Los Angeles. And it was on the living room wall. So we had a huge room. It was a bungalow and it was this huge red table. And I put some of those Ikea shelves above the table, uh, which got too heavy and fell on my laptop one day. That was really not fun. And everything was there. I have photos of this, so I can and, and could and probably will post them to Instagram so you can see what I'm talking about because it's kind of cool to document your journey and to share that process and at the time, I was blogging about it. I was sharing it. You can probably still find it out there at, at blog.creativethursday.com. I have over a decade of my life as an artist online before this was a thing, right? So I have this space in Ikea, or not in Ikea. I have this Ikea table with this red table. And then I would be over in the dining room, which because it was a small bungalow, the dining room was a corner of the kitchen. There really was no dining room or, or maybe the way that it needed to be structured. The desk was in the living room was probably where you would put the dining room. I don't know. It was not the most functional space, but it was so charming and such a beautiful place for me to start. And Sean and I had just moved in together. But I very clearly remember the moment where I was like, this just isn't going to work, right? <laughs> this just isn't going to cut it for me as a growing artist and a growing business. And so we, we moved. We moved in Los Angeles and we found a house. It was way more expensive. Welcome to Los Angeles. <laughs> Um, it was almost, I don't know if it was almost double our rent, but it was, it was significant. And there was still an old bungalow. There was this little space off to the side and it was an attachment, like a sunroom, like somebody had added on. It was an addition and that became my studio. And that just felt amazing. Like, oh my gosh, I have a space, like almost four walls, but not quite. It was attached to the dining room. And I have this space and it feels like I'm growing. And sure enough, as happens, I started designing fabric at this time. I That's when I published my book, like a lot started to come together for me in this space. And it was absolutely worth that next jump up, right? To not only just support the business and, and the artist in me that was growing, but just our lives in general, your lives typically expand at certain seasons of life. And I grew out of it. When I started making fabric, it was like lined up. I would get the bolt samples and it was just everywhere. And then the, I was sewing. So now the studio was like spilling into the dining room and I was sewing there and just fabric everywhere. It's when I hired my first in-person assistant. And so then she was coming and helping me. And basically I was taking over the dining room and I had no door. I had no door on the space. Maybe you can relate. Let me know if any of this makes sense to you. If you are in any parts of these stages, if you're painting at your dining room table, if you feel squeezed into a corner, if you finally have a space but don't have a door, and or you're going to that next level of 
okay, well now I want to have a door. (laughs) So the short version of the story is that we are really, and it's hard for me to say this because I truly believe in the good and in all people, but our neighbors, not so good at the time. They were really pills, like really unpleasant to live next door to. And we were trying to figure out how to move, but we just didn't want to move. We were renting. We didn't know what we were going to find. And they ended up buying our house. (laughs) They bought it because so they could have the house next door to their house. And we were suddenly just like, oh, what are we going to do? Rents have gone up. What's happening next? And it landed us where we are today, which is now almost nine years later. And this house is almost double the size of what was then also a small like bungalow. This is also, it's a 114 year old house and I am in the attic studio, which is why the ceiling is like slanted. And I was playing with a setup for you today, which if you're ready, just raise your hand when you want to come on and do some coaching. Cause I would love to support you today. Um, when you just press request to join the video. So when I was moving things around and I was just listening to, uh, I'm going to be taking CVP again. You may have seen the reel, or if you're in our communities, I was talking with Nick yesterday. And so I was listening, um, to last year's version. I was re-listening to some lessons before we dive into this year's. And he was talking about how as your art grows and you, you know, you start to feel the expansion that you, you don't get to kind of like make bigger work or feel expanded within the space that you have and then expect to feel like ready for the next space. Does that make any sense? So there was a period of me being in this attic studio where I shared a space with Uh, a friend of mine, and it was huge. It was amazing. And I did start painting big work and I did, this is a work in progress. I don't even know what this is going to become, but I'm like totally obsessed with these colors right now. And I didn't mean to match it, but this is just what happens, right? I wear a lot of the colors that I love, but I was just getting freer with my painting and it felt pretty amazing. And it was super stressful because it was an additional expense. Ultimately, it did not work out. Our partnership did not work out. Um, The space wasn't really suitable. And I just thought, you know, I want something closer to home again. And I really want a space that's mine that's not infringing upon anyone else or vice versa. And so I've been back in the attic studio and I'm really dedicating myself to painting, especially over these next 12 weeks going through CVP again. And I've got, I won't show you yet because it's so, I know people are like, oh, just show your messy studio. Maybe I will in the stories later, but we're working on these 12 by 12 boards and I have them spread all over the floor. And I'm just looking around the space and I was getting ready for you. And I'm like, it's time, like it's time for that next thing. And the dream for me has always been since we've been here to build a studio in the back because we have this amazing lot 
And there used to be a garage back there when it was old, it had to be taken down before we moved in. And so there's this huge space that's just waiting for something to be built because I love working from home. I love being close to home and how amazing would that be, right? And how amazing would it be if I could host workshops there? And so you can be part of this dream for me because it just, this next level dream and the reason that I was saying you might judge me because that's what we do sometimes, right? We're like, oh, I'm just feeling lucky to paint at a table, right? But that's where it starts many times. And and be really aware of when you're limiting yourself and thinking that something can't happen for you or that you're, you know, if you're just staying painting at a table, there's a part of you that may not believe that your art can actually support those next steps for you. And to hear it from people who I think Nick, you know, he has a, he's painting really big. He has a very big studio up in Sausalito. And, you know, in my mind, I'm like, do I even, am I ready to paint that big? And it's less about going to that size because I have experimented with that. And it is such a cool thing. And it is so different from all the small, like you can see some of the smaller pieces behind me. Like I've stayed small. I stayed small for a long time, even this size, which I think is 18 by 26 or 23. Um, no, 18 by 30, you know, something somewhere in there. This feels big for me. So I just had to get really real with myself and say, what parts of me? So maybe this is a question for, for you. Hey, Jody, so good to see you. Oh, I'm missing your comments. I didn't realize. Oh my goodness. Let me come back to you. Um, you know, what part of me is still kind of playing small? And I've had this conversation before it's okay. You may ask yourself the question and then you may go, I'm going to stay small. <laughs> you might, you might do that. When the time is right, you will move or you will not, but it will start to get uncomfortable. It's like a, a pot with water that is starting to boil and you have the lid on it. Eventually that lid is going to bust off. And so you can choose to ignore it. But what I find interesting is that rather than most of us, right, I'm totally guilty of this, rather than trusting that something's calling you forward, you are instead kind of choosing to squelch it. And so is there something that I can help you with today that we can chat about Joe Depp says, no door on my studio. I feel terrible if it gets messy, which is most of the time, right? So then there's that. This room is also uh, a guest um, room when people visit, which for most of the past couple of years has not been very often. And I like for it to be ready though, like for a guest, but it's like in the dream, I would like a guest room in a studio. A studio, a guest room is not really conducive for studio. Like I want, I want more paint. I want bigger surfaces. I want more surfaces to paint on. I don't mind painting on the floor. I don't mind painting on a table in the living room, but I want more things. So I'm going to take you on this journey with me because I've been thinking about this table. I need a new table. Where can I get just the right table? Because I have another Ikea one that is adjustable and I can't use it with the work I'm doing because it is so wobbly. 
We love ourselves some Ikea for certain things, but other things, no. And I thought, why am I overthinking this? I have two of those folding tables, you know, those they're hardcore. They're left over from our studio days because we would host workshops. And then we just tried to create a space that was mobile, which is kind of what I'm doing here. Like things on wheels, something that can be folded and put away. And so we're, I'm going to bring both of these tables up here. I'm going to do a complete rearrange. <laughs> if you see me later on different calls in the expansive artists or artful selling, it may be a disaster. I don't know, but I feel completely fired up. <laughs> Wait, so Laura says, sharing a space with a washer and dryer at the front of my house, no door. Oh my goodness. The door is huge, especially for uh, anyone living with anyone. Um, if you have kids, Laura, they know you do. And uh, you have a partner. And honestly, sometimes cats, uh, Pepita has left and she's just, she's a very good studio dog. She sleeps for hours and she hangs out here. But the cats know they start chewing plants. They got to be all over the place. They got to be in the paint. And it's fun, but... Yeah, I got to have a door. It does help you. Our deity's finishing up watercolor lesson. <laughs> All right, who's going to be brave and jump on with me? This is coaching with Marisa. Come on. I know you guys can do it. <laughs> Come on, experiment with me. Let's even see if this works. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Let's see if we can uh, bring somebody on to do some coaching. Yeah, Christina says, my husband is working at home, so it disrupts my flow. <laughs> you don't charge extra for dog hair in your art. Neither do I. Your studio is a guest room, too. So we have a lot of commonalities around the studio. So let's think about something. Oh, come on and talk to me about what your, what your wish is. And let's talk about how that could happen. Because... One of the best ways to start getting momentum in the direction that you want is to proclaim it. So when I was moving around this morning and I was hitting my head, I can't tell you how many times I've hit my head on this attic. It's a lot. And there's a, it's the most beautiful, charming space. I love it dearly, but there's like a center area that is the tallest. And that area is probably about two feet wide and everything else just goes down from there. And so if you're moving around and you're starting to get more energy with your work, instead of, I always paint very like deep, detailed little things, it just doesn't support it. And so you say to yourself, oh, am I just, or this is maybe, am I just being ungrateful? I have this amazing space, right? I once painted at a red Ikea table in the living room. And now all of a sudden, this just, it feels too small for me. So allowing yourself to recognize those moments in your life and and go for it. So what would that be for you? You've had to learn to work with your hubby in the house too. It's an adjustment. Yes. Well, let's talk about that too, right? Um, oh, wait. So Jess is going to come on. I see a request. Forgive me if I'm missing this. I'll bring you right on, Jess. Um, 
during this time, a lot of us, so I did, you know, Sean used to leave the house to go teach improv at the Groundlings, and he has not left in, in two years. Now, I, I love him, and I, I actually love being around him, and we have enough space and room in the house that we can kind of find our space. However, let's just be honest, it is challenging to not have some breathing space for just things to come to you for ideas to flow or what if you want to play music loud without headphones and you just you know want to be free with your art these are conversations worth having and coming up with new solutions around that so Jess I'm coming to you all right I hope that you're still there oh (laughs) wait no I think I got I got Jesse yeah So that's okay. I know Jessica, I'm going to see you. There she is. Yay. (laughs) Thank you for being brave on the first creative business coaching with Marisa. It's good to see you. Yeah. Good morning. (laughs) Good morning. I know you're in um, Hawaii still, right? So yeah, I had to change. (laughs) (laughs) Oh yeah. So yes, there's no way to like come on without being on video on these, but it's, it's good. It's all good. Thank you again for being brave. I was like, I'll sit here and tell you stories all day long, but I'm here to help. So Jess, talk to me about what's going on, um, what you're thinking about, what's happening this morning. Well, I feel like my question for you is, do you ever, um, like when you first started, did you ever feel like you constantly had to get more clear on like your vision or like your dreams um, because right now I, I feel like I'm just like redesign, well, not do the long haul, but I'm just redesigning like what I want. And I feel like it's been like, since the year started, just constantly like, um, thinking of, you know, what do I want? And some days it just draws a blank and, um, and I just kind of, uh, I, some days I just don't know, you know, and, um, you know, I'll journal it out and, and like ask myself, like, why do I want to do this? And, you know, and some days it's clear, you know, but then some days I feel like it's, it's like, you're like, why am I doing this again? <laughs> so, so when it feels clear, so what I'm hearing you say and tell me if I'm getting this right, is that you're going, you're kind of going back and forth. Like one day you feel in your purpose, but then the next day you're not as much. So is there, is that right? It's just like waffling right now. Yeah. And it's like, I love what I do. Like, I love, um, you know, just everything, like being a part of um, like learning everything from the hub and, and, you know, you do the work. I like, I show up even when I have days where I'm like, oh, I'm just not feeling it. And I know when to take a break, you know, but there are some days where I'm just like, you know, is this happening? Like, <laughs> like there are just moments. And then, um, but then, you know, I'll tell myself, you know, you just have to trust and, um, you know, show up when you don't feel like it and, and painting makes everything feel better and, you know, and do the things where you feel like you're investing in yourself and, 
you know, I signed up for CVP. <laughs> oh, good. I was hoping yeah. I would because I, um, I know that Marie did. And when both of you were on the call yesterday, I just thought I would love to see where this is going to take your work. So, um, I'm excited for you in that regard, but I, I want to ask you, do you know what's happening when, is there like, is there an action that you're taking? Is there a thought that's coming through? And the most obvious example would be, this happens to me still, uh, something that I'm working on, but if I'm kind of in the flow and I'm feeling good about what I'm doing, and that often is when I'm making art, like it's so great, right? None of us can forget just how fantastic that is. And then if I go, which this can get kind of complicated as an artist in business, I record something, I want to make a reel, I want to post a story and I go on Instagram and bless Instagram because we get to chat right now, but it's made to make us addicted to it. And so then I'm like seeing something in my feed or, you know, I will get distracted and I'll kind of fall into an old pattern of feeling like, am I doing the right thing? This will be old stuff. Like now I know this has nothing to do with anything about where I'm going. It's just one of the ways that I unconsciously kind of chose to keep myself small and to hold myself back. And it happens so often, the conversation around. So I'm not suggesting that you're doing this, but is there something like that that's happening in your process that is potentially or and or not potentially, but actually causing you to retreat in a way and to second guess? Like if I were to ask you what is causing you to second guess your path, what would that be? Um I was thinking about this yesterday. I think it's my just being vague and like not um sitting down and just being really honest with myself of like, you know, what, like what I want from this. And like, I was trying to figure out like last night, like, you know, like today, tomorrow's a new day. And, you know, and I saw you're going on um, this coaching call and I was like, well, you know, I was like, maybe I'll hop on, you know? <laughs> and, but I think that yeah, it's just getting more clarity. Um, I think I just been the moments where I feel like I have to question myself is um, I think it's also admitting like, you know, maybe just being vague with what you want. Um, so another question for you is like, how do you um, like, like when you first started, like if you ever felt like this, like what did you um, do to help yourself, like, become more clear? Well, one thing I want to ask you before I answer that is it sounds like something is coming up that maybe you're hesitant to acknowledge about what you want from this. Like, where is that place? Where are you pausing when you're asking yourself that? Is there something that comes up when you ask yourself that question? that you're, that scares you a little? Oh yeah, lots of things. <laughs> All right, well, can we talk about that for a second? Is there something that you can share with us? Um, just like fear of, um, you know, like 
the uncertainty, I guess, and like um, not having, even though, okay, so fear of uncertainty and like the predictability of having like a, you know, like a regular, well, not a regular, but um, like having, you know, that kind of job, you know, and like, I don't, I wouldn't, I don't want to like go that path. That's why I'm like here. And when you say that path or that job, what do you mean specifically? Um, like a nine to five, <laughs> you know, and um, cause I, I, you know, I want to, I want to do this and I want to, um, I'm doing it, you know, and I'm, I'm taking the small steps and um, I time into um, you know, just doing the work, but then at the same time, it's also like getting to know myself better and, you know, it's building strength too, because, you know, you create your own day and, and I was just writing in my journal this morning. It's like, you know, today is a new day and, you know, you can redesign your life with however way you choose and, um, you know, and so, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So what, uh, reading between the lines, you tell me if this is correct. It sounds like you're afraid this isn't, what if this doesn't come together for you? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. And so if that's happening on one side of your brain, and the other part of you, and we know your art, we know what's in your heart also, Jesse. you know, if that part of you is, is, is calling you forward and then there's this fearful side, it's, it's like you're going to make these incremental steps. Mm-hmm. You're going to feel that momentum and then it's going to kind of ratchet back again. And then that's going to feel... Uh, typically it feels worse. It's sort of what I was talking about where you feel like, all right, I'm not going to be a small on whatever level that is for you. And I'm ready to step into something else and we will feel that happening, but we will second guess it and fear, which are very, you know, they're very real fears if it's tied to income and how you support yourself. Like I am not ever going to diminish that because I, I lived it. So maybe, and I'm taking risks now. I'm like, uh, it kind of doesn't stop. <laughs> like now I'm like, ah, oh, when I thought that I would reach this level, that it would all just be easy. I'm like, no, it's asking more of me. So one decision that we all get to make, especially as artists, is that we just decide that we're going to show up brave more than we are afraid. So when those fears come, it's a reminder that you have a little bit of work to do on trusting what you already are called to do. And I would experiment with just acknowledging it. You know, one of the things that we don't want to do is just be super judgy about these things because this is part of the process. This is part of the journey of really stepping into what you're called to do 
it's a little bit scary. It feels like there's risk. There's uncertainty. I mean, there's always uncertainty. There's even more uncertainty with a nine to five because that business could go away tomorrow and you have nothing. At least when you're building something for yourself, there's so much that you can do with it today, especially. So if there's one way of sort of reframing, you know, this trust in you are building something that is of great value and you have all this inside of you that, because I've had the opportunity to work with, with Jesse before. So I get to like speak to some of what I already know about her and it's calling you forward. And so how much can you trust? How much can you trust that? I mean, how does this feel to you? Can you, can you lean into that side and when the fear comes, you can acknowledge it, but just keep trusting that this is going to come together. I like that. I really do. <laughs> it's like, well, um, I think it's just also like how you said, um, acknowledging it. And because I, I felt like that yesterday. And I learned one thing I learned yesterday was that, you know, having overwhelm and just having those um vague moments it's like I had I I had to tell myself you know you just have to sit down and just pick one thing that you're unclear about and then just you know sit with it for you know however long where um you can get clear on it because um, I think, well, I did it yesterday. I just like picked one thing, you know, like that was giving me, you know, like so much uncertainty and just sit down and like make, um, like journal it out or, you know, write out the feelings or the thoughts that come along with it. And, and then being aware of it, I guess, and like acknowledging as much as I can. So that way, like, you know, okay, well, at least that moment it's like clear and then you can just move forward until, you know, another moment comes, you know, but at least it's just acknowledging. And well, can you give me an example when you, what's an example of something that feels clear to you or that became clear to you just yesterday? Um, what matters the most right now for me and why I'm doing this and um, being able to uh, move forward, you know, even with all the, like the ups and downs, you know, um, and, and I think it's also just like when I was thinking about this yesterday, it was really about acknowledging to myself, you know, um, you know, what are the parts that you love and what are the parts that make you wake up in the morning to like do this, you know? So I just to write all those thoughts down because I think when you're in the midst of doing the work, like sometimes it, you can forget, you know? Um, so it's like, a good reminder for me to just take the time out and, you know, go back to like, you know, those notes that I took down and 
Um, so try to remember always, you know, like you're here and, you know, you're making a difference. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Well, and just your willingness to share today also. So thank you for that. Um, for being willing to be a little vulnerable about this, what you're experiencing. I know so many people, we all feel this. And really when you're, I'm remembering, you know, I haven't forgotten the question where you were asking me what helped me to get clarity. And the truth is, it's always just to keep moving forward. I was listening and I had mentioned this on a, a podcast, um, momentum I think it was uh Brenda Burchard who said and I don't know why it just really stuck with me clarity comes on the other side of momentum so if you are always kind of taking a couple steps forward and then you're retreating it's very energetically draining it's kind of exhausting and you know I know there are there are habits of thought, there's like beliefs, there's a lot at play here. It's not just, you know, flipping a switch, but sometimes that is how it starts. Like having this awareness of when is my energy dipping around what I already know to be true. You have clarity what's causing you, what I see that, or what I'm understanding that's causing you to retreat you know, or the fear is causing you to retreat. And then that's kind of keeping you in this gray zone instead of allowing yourself to just, if you have to look at it every day, you know, start your day with that clarity, it's there. And then allow it to get enough momentum and more clarity comes on the heels of that. It's similar to what I was saying earlier where I know this to be true, even though it can make me uncomfortable, it's time to grow into something larger. You don't kind of get those things first, you know, you have to sort of take that leap. And when you take the leap on various levels, then it's like you get met with that next bit of clarity. You get met with the next opportunity. And if you're feeling uncertain today, it can also be the simple fact that you said yes to something that's really going to inform your art and your practice in a whole new way. And so that can also, there's this whole thing when you buy real estate, so we've been having metaphors and stories around homes and, and, and or renting a place. Whenever you go to a new place, it's a real thing. It's called buyer's remorse. And so if you apply this to anything that you're just said yes to, it's, it's, it's so fascinating how human nature is like, are you sure you want to do this? Is this the right thing? Oh no. What if I didn't do the right thing? And it just, you know, sometimes you, it is as simple as saying, I'm not going to give this any um, more of my attention. Not today anyway. You know, if you can just take today and say, we have, we had this opportunity to have this chat. You found clarity yesterday. It's still present with you today. You just took a really cool leap into embarking on a new journey with your art. So there's a very big part of you that really does trust what's happening. And 
your momentum will continue if you can just kind of um, not be giving the fear as much airtime. And I can confidently say that that is doable because I had to do it. I wanted this life so much and this happened many times that I just that desire was stronger than any fear that would keep me from it and I'm not saying that it's been comfortable and I'm not saying um that it's been easy or financially easy or any of it but even if I look back at all those moments I'm like gosh they're so because even if part of it is and Laura was um saying how much she needs to hear this today so we're just not alone in this journey, right? We're not. Even if it's for the benefit of someone, me being able to share with someone else, it's okay. If you want this, you you just want to stick with it to really see it come to fruition. And if I can support you and not having to feel, let the fear like become so much a part of your reality, then then everything I've been through is worth it because you don't have to have it like that or be alone in it or, you know, be around people that have those fears that will just mirror them back to you. It's good to be with people that can say, it's all right. We're not denying the fear. We're not denying that there feels like risk to this journey, but we are acknowledging that it's okay and we will make it. How do you feel? <laughs> How do you feel? Do you feel any any better? Do you think that you can commit to the trust side, the knowing that you already have? Yes. <laughs> I do. And um I just love well talking it out like this morning was great. <laughs> But, um, no, I, there are so many parts of it too, that like when you're acknowledging and things that come up that it's, um, like, it's just important to, uh, take the time. And, and I love that, um, how you said, you know, like for today, like, you know, just put, I've, I've already acknowledged those thoughts, but have, um, you know, I guess have the courage to just kind of like leave them there for the moment, <laughs> you know, um, and because I'm sure they'll come up in maybe a different way, like down the line and it'll have a different kind of form. Um, but at least just being brave enough to acknowledge and, and putting them there and then just keep moving forward, you know, however small steps, um, like, we all have to take just take those small steps because um you know there's there's so much that we have well there's so much that lights us up and you know we have to find those things right like like today <laughs> yeah well and something that I will um I will leave you with this because um um I'm gonna go hop on and do some more coaching in just a minute. But 
especially since you're going to be working with Nick, this really stood out to me. Like these are things that I, I know and I have lived, but sometimes hearing someone who's also gone through it articulate it a certain way, you know, how it'll just kind of stay with you. And because I'm in the process of letting go of my art style um, entirely and just being really open to what's coming through, there is this whole space of like, I don't know where I'm going and what this is going to look like. But because I have experience having done that before, I have a whole lot of confidence. I'm like, oh, I've been here before. I can do it again. Right. So it's really worth getting through some of these points because you will always have that ability to trust it in the future when you do evolve, which you will. And so the short version is he was saying that when you don't know what's coming with your art, it is like your soul is calling you. Like that's when you know you're tapping into something. So a lot of what we experience has so much to do with just how we interpret it. So we interpret uncertainty. We interpret fear. We interpret these as bad things for lack of a better term, like really simple, simplistic approach. They're bad, you know, where clarity is good. <laughs> and, and yeah, it is. It's nice. It like, you know, but clarity can be knowing that you're uncertainty or you know the unknown is okay that can be a form of clarity clarity isn't having all the answers clarity is trusting yourself and trusting that the answers will come for any particular you know thing that's happening in any in any moment that's clarity and so when you look at it as this is a really good thing that's happening right now. A really good thing because it means that you're tapping into something that is uniquely you, right? If we take that interpretation of it. And this just had me think of in our world today, because we're so compartmentalized mm -hmm. and we're teaching many times, or we've taught people to follow all these steps that we have lost complete touch with what it means to stay connected to our soul, to what's calling us. And because we don't want uncertainty and we like shy away from these things, we completely shut down something that could be more magnificent than we even realized because we think it has to be this or we feel uncomfortable with those feelings and so we retreat so it's almost as if can you just lean into it and recognize that when this is coming up for you you're on the right path yeah <laughs> okay good. okay yeah and we're done uh, no <laughs> you're done forevermore You'll be fine. I'll never know. This is just a skill that you develop, right? There And there are just days where it's not coming together and that's fine. Take a nap, make some art. Don't worry about it. Chat with someone, pop those questions in the community, the expansive artists. I wish that we would have more conversations like this because, or I hope that you all feel safe that you can because it's important. You know, I didn't get to see everybody's um, comments, but Free Spirit Mode was saying this conversation was helpful. Thank you. And Maureen says, I felt the same. I just read Marisa's email and popped on talking about exactly what I'm querying myself at the moment. It's, it's amazing, isn't it? Like we're just, and, and 
<laughs> like, I always want to know your name. Pickle Wiggles, the Pickle Wiggles. This is exactly what I've needed today. So thank you so much for showing up and being seen, Jesse. I'm so grateful. And Laura Lulusos had said, I needed this advice right now. Um, yeah. And Maureen was saying, drop into your heart. See, I know I need to get out of my brain more and into the heart and the sacral where our creativity lies. Yes. We need to trust on our way of being on this path. Absolutely. Same, you know, concept of just like your heart, your soul, whatever it is that truly calls you that has more validity than the fear. So just stay with it as much as you can. It'll be a practice and it'll, you know, it'll ebb and flow, but you'll see over time that it begins to come easier and you'll lean into that more. So keep us posted. Okay. <laughs> I know that we'll get to keep up with you and I can't wait to see what's going to happen with your work. And um, so we're going to do this again uh, next Thursday and the Thursday after. So there's two more for sure coming at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And then um, hosting the Sell a Piece of Art This Week workshop. And I'm going to add the coaching week in for that, like we did with the Profitable Artist Plan. And that'll be really fun to meet up on Zooms and chat through that. So I'll keep you all posted on when that's happening. And if you're already an expansive artist member, you'll be my guest. So it'll be good to see you all there. All right, Jesse, thank you so much. I will also appreciate, <laughs> I will also appreciate um, that you were brave and came on and did the first official coaching over coffee <laughs> with Marisa and Pepita. So thank you, Jesse. I hope you have a beautiful day. I'll see you soon. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Creative Thursday is recorded by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and learn about how I can support you in building and growing your thriving artist business at creativethursdaycourses.com. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. And if this episode has inspired you, share it with a friend and fellow creative and leave a positive review so that more listeners can be introduced to the Creative Thursday message and mission to empower artists to know their worth, value their work, and consistently artfully sell to their ideal collectors online so that they can make more beautiful art all in support of living a life they love. Coming together as a creative community, we uplift and support one another while encouraging and being an example for more people all over the world to dream big and believe in what is possible for them.